Peace, love, and light. Shout out to the righteous man, woman, and child. Shout out to my gang. And shout out to my motherfucking tribe. So today we're going to touch bases on accountability. Right? And so what I do want to make 100% clear. This is not like a specific sequential order in which this thing falls. And I believe that in these diatribes, lessons, whatever you want to call them, there's a lot of information that could be abstracted and taken in a lot of different ways. That's just my own personal belief. So even with the topic being accountability, that's just so we could have a, a medium or even feel so we can actually build off of. But you're going to learn and should be able to take a lot of personal things from, from it. Um, what I want to be clear about, though, though I did digress, is that manhood is something that I really feel that's important and I really would like to address uh, out this whole thing. When you look at all my episodes, I think you can find some things that do correlate and tie into manhood. And... I'm a man, and that's why it's important that we do address this. Um, and But I also think that uh, I know for a fact when we go to school, this is pretty much the the way we're trained to believe that this is the place where we go to receive information. It's just being in school, going to school. So outside of school, where do you learn information? Where do you learn how to become a man? You know, there's no man training. You know what I mean? And... In my culture, they used to be. As much as you want to or could put negative connotations to it, there was a right to passage at some point. There was a certain fa um, foundation and fundamental understanding about what a man is, and that needs to be re-addressed. You know, you don't learn how to tie your shoes the first time. So even when you go through information, you must continue to re touch that information and, and, and continue to be fluent in that information. I feel like even like on some mundane shit, like all the albums I listened to growing up as a kid, you know, I be going through them shits now. When I listen to them now, it's, it's very much different than when I played them when they was when they was live, when they was fresh. I'm able to dissect that information in a different way. I've heard it so many times, but every time I listen to it, I'm able to actually abstract different points of information, different viewpoints and different perspectives that um, ultimately add to my whole as a perspective. And so what is a man? What is manhood? What is a man's purpose? What is a man's value? You know, these are the, the things that I don't believe 95, 96% of the men, male population could answer realistically and the concept of, you know, the nature of a man, you know? And when and a lot of times when we do see a man, I know speaking for myself personally, when I when when I say we, um, a lot of times I misjudged on what I was looking at. And so me being me, I'm very studious, man. I really I need to get to the bottom of this shit. You know what I mean? I need to know what a man is. Because I think I'm that motherfucking nigga. And it's quarantine going on right now. 
So even even when it came to quarantine, I don't know if I uh, had a realistic vision of self in comparison to other men or who was I pitting myself against? Was I aware that this thing called manhood is a fucking competition? And so what level of man am I competing on? What level of man am I competing with? Which at the end of the day, on a healthy level, but just being also on somewhat of a dysfunctional level, the whole prize to this game has got to be bitches, or if not money, or money and bitches, you feel me? So there's got to be a competition, you feel me? What type of money am I am I capable of acquiring in a lot of people's eyes is what defines a man, and before, or sometimes... Or somewhere I got confused into thinking that that is not it. When in the reality, it really is because money is the major resource at this current time. So if you're saying you're the man and you're saying, in fact, you're the big man, then that would be based off of your wallet and who and how much resources and how many people are you able to help? How many people are you able to train? How many people are uh, willing and able to follow you? In some capacity of your manhood. How many women are you able to court? Um, be a benefit to? You know? And so that shit all sounds sweet, but when you look at it, it's like, oh, this this nigga saying it'd be a trick? What you mean? You feel me? Like being a benefit to? Niggas don't really know what that means. Like, what you want me to teach these bitches how to read? What you mean be a benefit to? Like, nah, you got to help them out. You got to put them in a position to win. You know, that might and most likely is going to be finances. You're going to have to provide some finances. If you're going to say that this is your woman, in your head, the, um, because how we was trained, we, we, we way more romantic than females. I don't think it's a romance type of thing. Or like the old school shit, no romance without finance. You playing yourself. You got to actually have the money to be able to court a woman. And that's why I say I always go back to the Romans or the old times. You know, look at the old days and the old empires. When, when once again, we dealing with that word court. You had to have bread to court a woman. You had to be able to put on a show because there was so many other men. Like, yo, I just killed 40 niggas in battle. you like... You should come with me. You feel me? It wasn't like the same caliber of nigga right now. Like, well, bitch, I got a iPhone, but I need Wi-Fi. But you could still slide to the crib. <laughs> you know, back then, niggas was winning wars and conquering empires. Like, that's what they was doing to impress women. Or be able to say that they're worthy of being a man and to be able to have one, two, or three women. Like... Is your resources. What's under your belt? What's under your resume at the end of the day? Not literally what's under your belt, but what accomplishments have you have you had? And I feel like... Here I go with that feel like shit. And you know, the way that I see it is... Um, that is kind of righteous in a sense of playing into the healthy ego of a man... And his nature to want to compete. His nature to want to hunt. His nature to want to court. 
his nature to want to actually have the top of what is called the natural selection. You know what I'm saying? The, the natural selection, which means that the money is a resource that's going to give you more of a capability to make that choice of what you want, as opposed to saying, I got chose or I settled. And so the thing is, it's like, it's very dangerous. My man just sent me this thing too. It's very dangerous to have, you know, that passion without understanding. See, now you're just running full speed ahead, but you don't really know what's going on. And that's what I would think for myself has been one of my biggest misunderstandings and detriments. You know, I never understood the uh, uh, quality and the necessity to actually be able to understand or overstand rather something before you could say you love it and be passionate and then start taking steps towards it. You got to overstand it first. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, this thing called manhood and, 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 you know, these themes that we get as far as saying, oh yeah, she's supposed to choose you, but you know, you, you can say that, but if you don't have no understanding to what's that, that really means, you can get that misconstrued in the, in the thinking that the woman is supposed to choose you. And now you have to acquiesce to her to get chosen. When in fact, a man is going to do at the end of the day, only what he's qualified to do. So, it really is not a thing to say, yo, I'm going to change this man or to say, I'm going to change this woman. She's only going to do what she's qualified to do. And if, if you chose a, a misqualified person for the job, that's your mistake. And so you, you, you as a man should not go around acquiescing and saying you need to make changes. Like, nigga, you is who you is at that particular stage. Now, as a woman... With that feminine energy, she's not going to treat you and, you know, play you like your mother. But is she going to love you and she's going to be down with your program? At the end of the day, that's what it bases to. This is where I'm doing. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm trying to go. Is you going to be down with it or is you ain't? That's it. And the woman for you is going to be the woman that's down with the program. And it's going to take you and your abilities, right, as a man, to be able to be convincing. And so how do you do so? What type of man is... Even in his infancy, which means he's not there yet. You know what I mean? What's going to make a woman choose you and see that potential and actually rock with you and support you and actually play a position of a woman in your life? Because see, what tends to happen is you might not even know because of her upbringing. She might be out here trying to play the man in your life. <laughs> she's, she's dominating. She's domineering. You know, she's loud. She doesn't respect you. She doesn't cooperate with you. You know, um, she doesn't work for you. You know, she's not, um, she doesn't submit to you only when you dicking her down. That's not the woman for you. You know, that's not a woman that maybe understands femininity because she's not being a woman for you. She's not hustling for you. She could even be a hustler, but. She's doing that shit for herself, and she probably doesn't, you know, respect you. And that's what the point that I was just wanting to get to was um, as I stopped, you know, how do you do that? How do you get to 
the point where you can actually lead a woman if you're not there yet. So there's two things that I think of immediately. Is one thing you could just wait. You could do like Hove did. You know what I'm saying? Just be a player. Be on your iceberg slim shit, which really means just study people who had swagger, charisma, who had success with women. Take your time. Really, you know, fuck these bitches. Really. You know, strap up, put a condom on, make sure that you don't get any of them pregnant because between the ages of like 23 and 27 is really when you become a man. You know what I mean? That's like if you actually went to college, you would be graduating with a nice degree around 27. You know, you if you if you enter the workforce at 16, by the time you're 27, you will be working at Walgreens for 10 years. So you should be at the top of the corporate ladder at that particular time. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, we discussed earlier as far as growth and these degrees that we go into, you know, these ages um, are very important that you take advantage of certain things when you hit these stages. When you are in your 16 to 22, that's a certain stage of life you're going to be in. You're not going to be able to get, unless you're just a cold motherfucker, but we're going to get into that. But typically you're not going to be able to get the high value bad chick at 16. You're not going to be able to get the dopest job at 16 because you're new you're new into the work field you know you don't as a man you're just coming into your manhood so you at 16 you probably don't have a bunch of charisma a bunch of swagger a bunch of confidence um you may not be articulate you may not have an understanding and the value for a woman and know exactly what you're dealing with you know there is some dudes who naturally are charisma and uh naturally are charismatic and have more success but it's a for the majority of dudes they don't know how to deal with a woman. And the only example they have is their moms. And and, and 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 their eyes of that nigga is some fairy tale shit because he's not looking at a woman, he's looking at his moms. And that shit is a fairy tale because there's no other woman you're gonna be able to compare her to and get a, a valid comparison of women because she the only one gonna treat you like that. There's no other person who gives a fuck about you but your moms. In the sense of the things that she does are only for your best interest. Everybody else wants something from you. You're cute. You got some dick. You got some money. You know what I'm saying? The niggas might. You got all the bitches. You got all the bud. You know, you attract women. You got the fly whip. Niggas always going to want something. Nobody not going to be around you if you're a bum. You see bums. You know, another bum bitch or a bum nigga. But yeah. Um, but you see that. That's why bums are so repulsive. But, you know, that's the things as a man you have to understand how to speak, how to c conduct yourself without being emotional. Also, how to listen. You got to know how to dress. And that's what I was saying when I said that's why bums are so repulsive, because you never know the state of a man. He could lie to you. He could be in somebody else's vehicle. He may not have a home. He may be in a tough situation. But if he know how to dress, he know how to talk and he's somewhat groomed. You won't think he's a bum. The reason why we don't we we repulsed by bums because they, they lack all of that. Uh, uh, now some of them may be conversational, some of them may have some game and things, but you know what I mean. The nigga stinky. He smell like piss. It's, he look like a zombie. His hair's all crazy. That's what make a nigga say ill. So think so so just think about that. You feel me? A woman is mad soft. She's normally smells good. Um, she has you know pretty hair. She, you know what I mean? She's very gentle and delicate. She's not going to want to get next to something that looks all stinky, that looks all ashy. 
Bitches like soft pillows. They like furry cotton balls, my nigga. You can't be looking like a dirty cotton ball. You feel me? That's not going to work. You feel me? So, you know, some of these concepts, once you actually start thinking about them, become more and more simplistic. But these are things that you got to learn. You got to learn what style is. You got to, before you say, oh, um, that's not my style. But you you don't have a girlfriend and you want one. So apparently your, your style is like Jergens. You got that Jergens style. You know, you're not relate you don't have any relationships. You're not having um daily encounters with women during these ages. If you didn't go to college, if you're not, you know, and, and we're in quarantine, so it's already spooky and everybody's in the crib. So you barely going to the corner store, going to seven eleven circle K, you live in an apartment com- complex, you coming outside. And you and and you're not taking advantage of these opportunities to have conversations with women. You don't even see it like that. Really, you're probably afraid of them because you just want some some booty and they don't want to give you none. So it's like you see that new PlayStation. Your mom's bought the new PlayStation, but she kept the remotes. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta look at the shit all day. You don't goddamn well. You want to interact and play with that motherfucker, but your remote don't work, nigga. So you know. We got to get that remote together. And the only way you could do that is, is actually be accountable. So that's why I said for me, I started studying and I wanted to know what a real man was. You know what I mean? And, and, and I had to take my own standards out of it. Like, what does the world say? And a lot of times, you know, me just being such a, um extreme, revolutionary mind, subversive type of dude. I'm not a, you know, formal type of individual. You know what I mean? Like, whatever the formal opinion is, I'm probably just going to go against it just to spite the formal opinion. But the world and what the world take matters because it's a thing called the marketplace. And those are the people, not the people, but that's what actually dictates the value is what somebody's willing to pay for that shit. You know what I mean? You have to compete and compare to other things. Louis Vuitton, you know, Chanel, them shits don't, they don't go on sale. They have a very, very uh, high marking on the price. And then you got to pay taxes. And you see people who nowhere close to living that type of um, tax bracket go and cash out for that shit all the time. You know, that's the, that's who you want to be. You want to, at the end of the day, you want to turn yourself into Hermes. You want to be... Louis Vuitton, you feel me? You have to have a brand. You have to be exclusive. You got to have qualities. You can't just be like, I think I'm cute. I was watching the 21 Savage video. I dress just like that nigga now. Can you fight? <laughs> Probably not. Not if you not if you was born in the 90s. <laughs> you niggas can't fight. Everybody talking about their shooter. The gun weigh four pounds. Your arms weigh like two pounds. You're not shooting no 45. You're not shooting none of these four-pound guns with your little puny-ass arms and doing nothing but about to hurt somebody the wrong person. Get yourself in trouble. Learn how to be a man, you know? And so the masculinity, the accountability... You know, am I alpha man? What is an alpha man? What's the importance of paying for everything? Why would you pay for everything? There's no way that 
you look at Julius Caesar, you look at any of these kingdoms, and you see that these niggas is talking about having their women chip in. You know what I mean? And that's how you and that's how you even the playing field as a man. You feel me? That's how you could really, if you're really looking for a value woman, um, who's supposed to be beautiful. She's supposed to be inspirational. She's supposed to be submissive. You know? Yeah. Feminine. Beautiful. And inspirational. And you got to think about it, man. You know, as a more... There's no, there's no more, there's no more beautiful women on the planet than Moranitas, man. You know what I mean? There's so many flavors. They so beautiful. So, that's part of the inspiration right there. It's like Mario Brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you know what? I'd never, if it was just me, I'd lay here under this motherfucking coconut tree. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> Smoke my ganja. You feel me? Chill by the coconut tree. But then you come across this wavy head. Somebody tried to call me. My apologies. Then you come across this brown skin, wavy head, curly hair, soft. You know, everything you like. And, 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 and she want to live away. You know? It's nothing for you to lay under the coconut tree. But she want to she wanna live in the castle and all of that. You should be inspired by that. Especially if she's submissive. And she's soft. And she make you feel away. And she deal with you like a man. You're going to want to go work for that. You know what I mean? That's why she's so soft. That's why she, you know, she smells so good. These are just the natural instincts that's supposed to drive your nature. And make you want to go work for something. That's greater than yourself. And she should be a mate and y'all should work together. I'm not saying that, but why is it important for you to for you to carry the weight on that financial area? It's not to say that she shouldn't work, but she shouldn't have to. Not if she's dealing with a man. Not if you're saying you want her to be your woman. That's you know, and once you and once you say, All right, baby, I got this hypothetics, right? I got two point five million. I'm doing, you know, uh, 375000 annually, you know what I mean? As far as profit, every year, you feel me? So, you make 100000 a year, you drive a Benz, that's cute. You know what I'm saying? That's nice. Proud of you. You're a dope chick, you're a boss and all of that, but I don't need your bread, right? So, boom, what else do you have to offer? See, that's what puts you at that leverage point, right? Now you actually could see what you're dealing with because in the world we live in, these women been trained up to kind of go harder than men. And a lot of niggas got mama's boy syndrome, depending on what your race, nationality, tribe, creed, affiliation is. You know, your mother may have dealt with you in a different way. I know black men, quote unquote, black men get treated like girls as men and their mother don't really put them out and make them go work. They keep them close and shelter them and, you know, whatever have you. When the women and the girls, they be driving early. They be starting their families. They go into college. They ambitious. 
you know, moms don't play that shit. But they let their boys kind of be fuck boys. I don't know why, but that's just what the culture has been somewhat consistent of. There is some um, exceptions, and these dudes happen to be exceptional, but that's not the written rule. And that's even speaking for myself. You know, I thought because I was so brainwashed, it was a good thing to be a mama's boy. And I should go out here and let women know that I was a mama's boy, and that would be somehow appealing to a woman. Hell fucking no. Don't no woman want no nigga who's in love with their moms like that. She gonna want a man that's gonna be her man that's a man. Not a nigga that's spend the majority of his time under his mom. Because inherently you're gonna have a lot of feminine qualities and you're not gonna even know it. And that's what I had to deal with. That's what I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? That's what I was saying the other day. Like the last one I did. Like yo, when did I become so weak? You know what I'm saying? I always stood on my own, paid for my own, had my own because... Like, I'm so particular on how I fucking do shit, how I want shit. I'm not going to hear your mouth. I got my house. I'm driving my car. I'm going to go eat some fucking sushi, bitch, if you coming. And bring your pretty ass on. If not, get the fuck out immediately. And so what would allow me to be able to talk to a woman like that if it wasn't my shit? If it was going half on the bills? If that was her car, if it was in her name but I was paying the bill, that wouldn't work. I wouldn't be able to drop my balls. You feel me? So, niggas been told a lie a lot of the times. Or just haven't had that exposure of a real nigga. Like, that's why I say, like, even when I, as I was going through and I was, you know, releasing on that true story, I was like, damn, you know, Pops, he paid for everything. My father paid for everything. My mother never really, never worked until I was... You know, until their relationship was coming to an end. You know what I'm saying? He And he never worked for anybody else. I don't remember him having like a, a job for a white man or even a black man for that matter. He always worked his own job and did everything he could do to make sure we had money. And he never sold drugs. And he had five kids and a wife. You know what I mean? And, and, I, and, and, and I was also made a statement about how well respected he was. You feel me? Because he was a fucking man. My mom didn't... She had responsibilities, but none of them was financial. So he had so much leverage to be able to make sure, you know, he did what he did. She was a, a Christian when she uh, grew up. She converted over to Islam because he wanted to convert. So to be with him, that's what she had to fucking do. So she chose him. So if that nigga said... We're going to go to Turkey and live in the hut. She was would have been with the hut shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That nigga blazed away. And, you know, she was confident that at the end of the day, she was going to be taken care of. And a lot of times, once again, there's no slight to my mother. It's, it's, a lot of these bitches can't ask for no more. They don't come from a home or a family or a father where they've been taken care of. So if a nigga say, listen, let's go. I got you. Nigga, I'm hungry. And you like, well, shit, bitch, drink this juice. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no bread. You can't go get her a meal. You want some pussy, but you feel like you can't get her a meal. You can't open a door. That shit is wild goofy. So just learning these basic fundamentals on um, how to dress, how to speak. You know, if you are a bum, if you're in a tough situation, keeping that to yourself. And then being able to interact with a woman and have the benefits of a woman still. You know what I'm saying? Until you 
understand the type of woman that you're dealing with. You feel me? Because I don't believe there's a thing that's called understanding women. But you need to know how to take the time to understand the woman that you're dealing with. And what type of person you're dealing with. I don't, it's, it's too many variables to say, oh, man, this is, this is how you understand women. Like, type, there's maybe types. You know what I mean? So these things is very important, man. And I just wanted to touch base on that. Make sure we do understand as a group of men that are developing, you know, take your time. When you're in these stages, think about what it is you want, man. Don't be rushing. Don't fall under the illusion that you need a woman to complete you. Or that happiness or accomplishment or achievement is that woman. Unless that bitch is like Beyonce. And then you know that you got to be hove. So then there you go. Now you got your drive. And now you really can't get that bitch until you reached millionaire status. So if you're going to hustle that way, hustle that way. But don't fuck off your 20s, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Don't fuck that off trying to feel like you need to be like some monogamous guy. Uh, like you need to be an old ass husband if you out here entertaining these women. That's the, 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 the your prime years where you're supposed to be obtaining the skills right now. You feel me? Right now, and you you 19, 17, 16, anywhere between, you know, under 28 years old, you Peter Parker. And if you don't develop these skills, you're not going to turn out to be Spider-Man. The movie's going to turn different. You're going to be a regular nigga. Going, Peter Parker would have never got pussy if he wasn't Spider-Man. Think about it. 